0: listening to takedowns to breakdowns you know this is kind of a a somber moment i think no it's not it's an amazing moment it's an amazing moment it's the best moment yeah there's been no better moment this is the greatest moment of all time (laughs) you know why why is that because i loved this fucking movie it wasn't bad, right? This movie was so <laughs> fucking good. You know what was the worst part about this movie? Which I think we've said before in these Rocky reviews. By the way, spoiler alert for Balboa. Uh, the, the, the Rocky movie Balboa.
1: Um, the worst part about this movie was the boxing. Agree. And I'm glad you brought that up because at the end I want to mention something about that. Okay. I thought this movie was the best Sylvester Sylvester
0: Stallone performance we've seen from a Rocky movie. I think the scenes in this movie were so well done. I thought they were... This was a great fucking Rocky movie. This was a fantastic Rocky movie, man. This might be... This is fighting for number one, number two here. This is an amazing Rocky movie. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. I'll let you go. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Now, you know, now that I blew you out the fucking water, now it's your turn. I have to say, here's the vibe that I got. If Rocky 1... Okay, if we start from Rocky 1 to Rocky 5, not including this one that we're going to discuss, I feel like it's been nothing but an incline. Every single movie. I feel incline like every movie did better than the last.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, 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 yes. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, In
1: terms... Yes. Yeah, and it's always been uphill... Um, yeah, you know, it's funny, like, this one, it was one of those films that didn't show too much of the boxing, it was more of everybody's backstories, like, what's going on in their personal lives type of yes. thing, and, yes. uh, it was still fucking good, like, oh, yeah, he, he pulls it off, um, and, yeah, I would say it's just another... Part of that incline. I, I think it's also like just better than Rocky five. Um, and I've never, this was the movie I never saw. I never saw this one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like I said, you know, not to bore anyone. The one that I saw from start to finish constantly was number four. And I always just saw bits and pieces of the other ones. I've never actually watched. Right. right. Any of the other ones from beginning to to the end. So, um, but yeah, I agree. I think this uh, this was really good. Um, so why don't you start us with how this movie opens up?
0: Uh, just like every other Rocky movie opens up. The Rocky theme, Rocky uh flashbacks the whole fucking the standard the standard shit um so i'll be i'll be honest about this part i was bored by the first few scenes um yeah the first few scenes were kind of boring just because it's almost like it's just going through the shots right of showing Philadelphia and showing New York and But more most important most importantly what it does, which is very different, is that it, it introduces us immediately to the the bad guy, right? Mm. Dixon. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the heavyweight champion? And here's the one thing, if there is if there's any critique to any Rocky movie, it is this. No pun intended, but it is so heavy-handed with the plot. Oh yeah. It is so fucking heavy-handed. And don't get me wrong, I have no idea how to not be heavy-handed if I had to write a Rocky movie. But in the first 30 seconds of, of seeing the heavyweight fighter, the heavyweight um, bad guy win, you hear the announcers talking. Oh, and he wins again. That's not real competition. You know who's a real competitor? Rocky was the real competitor. Just, <laughs> just like this fucking heavy-handed bullshit to, to like be like, here's the plot and this is the part of the plot about this guy and why he's gonna wanna fight Rocky Balboa and that's, that's how it's handled and it's a little yeah. fucking blatant if you ask me yeah. almost as blatant as how every time they showed any dialogue with Dixon they had to have rap music playing in the background <laughs> Yeah. and for those who've never seen this movie Dixon is black so, it's just, yep. I don't know why, for every scene, I have to hear rap music playing in the background. Not like, not just in some scenes where it's so loud, it's like, yeah, he's hanging with his boys, and they're just playing music, and you can hear, yeah. like, not like that, but they'll even have it playing softly in the background, like like it's muffled in the background type of music. Yeah. And it's like, is that... Yeah. Am I, am I, why 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 like i'm sure he's a fan how come you know what i mean like but it doesn't mean you have to what's the point of that heavy-handedness of of that for that character it's just he's black he's so black it's so different than than what rocky's used to doing or fighting or or his his demographic and and they they there's multiple scenes where they show that where they try to show rocky's old school and, and and rocky you know is um you know rocky's from a different time and all this other stuff which yeah. I thought was also heavy-handed, but I'm getting way ahead of myself. <laughs> um, the movie started off with that, right? Introducing us to Dixon and trying to show off about how this trope that's in all Rocky movies, which is you're not a real fighter unless people see you battle through adversity, unless you mm. really have a challenge, unless we see the the, the the warrior inside you, you know, unless we see the eye of the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, champion. You know, um, which is like the first fucking dialogue. Like, I swear to God, I think it's the first four sentences of the movie of, from, of dialogue we hear are commentators or announcers saying those kind of saying those lines about Dixon. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he wasn't tested. He's been fighting paper fighters. He wouldn't fight yeah. a real fighter like Rocky Balboa. Like, it, it was yeah. just. It almost turned me off of the movie. I'll be honest. That being the first real scene or ver- first real moment of hearing dialogue, I just thought, oh, could you be any more heavy-handed about this? Yeah. Could you be any more fucking blatant in your face about this? It's so unnecessary. But um, that's how we got introduced to Dixon. This, this heavyweight fighter, that uh, heavyweight champion... That apparently has never fought an actual challenge, but somehow is the heavyweight champion. I also love that that idea in Rocky movies, how there's champions that never had to face adversity. Um, yeah. Which, as somebody who actually follows real boxing and, and, and mixed martial arts, that's not the fucking case. You are... Right. Maybe back in the day, there were ways to prop up fighters, especially when boxing was more popular, to say, oh, they haven't fought a real challenge yet. And I mean, I understand that that's kind of what's dogged uh, Mayweather, right? Mayweather always chose fighters on the back end or, or, or like the whole Manny Pacquiao stuff, forcing him to like, get older and waiting and drawing out negotiations and ducking yeah. them in their prime. I know that's a thing that happens, but for announcers to openly say that. To openly criticize a champion on their pay per view to say this—could you imagine John Anik for the UFC saying Francis Ngannou is not a real champion? He's fought paperweight fighters, paper fighters all the way through his his uh, his come up or come up all the way on, on his come up and and he hasn't really been tested or fought any real adversity. It's right. just you wouldn't have, that's, It's just not professional to do when you're a broadcaster. That's just not how you talk. So that yeah. was that. Just, anyways, did you get yeah. the same
1: vibe from Dixon as well, or no? No, it's it's true. Well, first off, and it's funny how we we mention all from all the movies, the bad guy, right? It's, it's always the bad guy. Yeah. I never got bad guy. This was one of those movies where you don't get the bad guy vibes. It kind of reminded me of Creed, you know, like Apollo Creed. Okay. He's he's the bad guy, quote unquote, but. There's no bad vibes there. Like, he he literally went in there, this guy, to do his job, and he's getting booed. And I'm like, oh, he's getting booed for be- being on a winning streak undefeated? Undefeated, 33 and that's. 0. And by the way, this movie is 2006. Yep. Even back then, people would have been going fucking nuts over a fighter, like, oh, my God, he did it again! Yeah. You know, but no, not in Rocky's
0: world. Not in Rocky's world, where they're throwing things at the at Dixon for winning the championship again. For defending yeah. it. There yeah. the commenters even say, Oh, and ice chips are being thrown at the champion. Like drinks are, are being tossed into the ring.
1: And it's just And I what did you have like three belts? I, I it was yeah, it was that was the one <laughs> thing that threw me off. It's like, really? Like we're still pulling this off? I got it. I like I understood why they did that in Rocky Five, right? But there was whole backstory to that with uh um uh tommy gunn you know it's like okay i get it the whole shadow like he's in rocky shadow thing yeah. but then he leaves rocky for the management and yes yeah he's still winning but it's like but he did rocky dirty you yes. know so okay i could see why even though he's winning why he's still being booed you know for making a piece of shit move like that um but yeah uh like I said, but just 2006 to have that weird 80s, I guess, mentality going into it, it was it was was very strange. Um, but yeah, so like, that's how the movie starts, right? It's, it's him winning the fight, whatever. Dixon, yeah, yeah. And then it shows Rocky. Well, first you see South Philly, literally the old neighborhood. Yep. And um, you know, Rocky wakes up. He puts on his clothes. First off, he not only is he living in the same house, he's still wearing the same fucking clothes for the last forty years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes outside. He like brews himself a cup of coffee. He goes outside. I think he does two or three pull-ups, and he's Five. like, "All right, I'm good." Okay, you can. Wow. Um. And he's like, all right, I'm good. Um, and uh, this, these few scenes, it felt like Aaron running. You know, like, uh, all right, well, I did that. Now time to go to the cemetery because, and guys, get your tissues ready. But Adrian passed away at some point. Yes. Uh, she, yes. she is no longer a living being in the Rockyverse. And she passed away from... And I'm quoting Rocky uh, from Woman Cancer or something like that. (laughs) It was like I actually Googled it it, ovarian. Uh, (laughs) I don't even know why I Googled it. By the way, fun fact: she died in 2002. So there you go. I don't know if it's it reads that on the. Oh uh, wait 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 the, the
0: the real actress.
1: Oh no, she's alive. Yeah, I was going to say I'm pretty sure she's alive. No, no, I actually googled though. I was like, wait a second, like how how long has she be, been dead in this movie? And it said in the Google in the Google search uh 2002 she passed away from ovarian cancer. So in the Rockypedia
0: yeah, of the Rockyverse. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Fun little trivia there. Um you know, so Rocky's sitting there and uh Paulie's you know in the distance just kind of being Paulie sp- being p- exactly oh my god could he have could he have not been Pauly for like 5 fucking minutes <laughs> like your dead sisters right there and he's like yeah rock like can we fucking go like, like what, we are, we be- what are we doing what are we
0: doing Rocco
1: yeah what are we doing he's like
0: hey, it's, <laughs> it's it's my anniversary with her she's passed i'm having a moment putting flowers yeah. on the grave and He's just like, come on, Rocco! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! But you know, on uh, the bright side, to your point, we see the errands. We see we see Rocky and Pauly kind of going around, right? And, and and most specifically, we see Rocky go to all these uh, all, all these memorable moments of the Rocky movies of him and Adrian. The skating yeah. rink and stuff like that. Uh, the the f- old
1: apartment. Uh, yep. I actually wrote that down um, where he was uh, reminiscing about the pre-rape moment.
0: Oh yeah, that one uh, <laughs> at the, on, on the doorsteps. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the fish store, the little fishies, fishy yeah. fishies, going going to the yep. fish store, um, and he's bringing Polly with him. And here's something that they finally did. They finally did with Polly. It only took them six movies, but they finally did it. Polly goes. And he and, and, and Rocky turns at the ice skating rink, and Pauly's like, "Oh, I'm glad they tore this piece of shit down. Fuck this place." And Rocco's and, and Rocco and Rocky turns and goes, "Pauly, what's you, what, what's your problem? What's the matter, Pauly?" As he always says, like, "Like, what are you doing? Like, this is something that's important to me." And 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 out of nowhere, fucking Polly snaps, and he was just like, "I was a piece of shit to her," because Rocky goes, "These are the moments I of uh, these these are nice moments I had with her." You know, like I cherish. And Polly goes, "Well, I was a horrible person to her. And all this does is is tell me how bad I was and, and and reminds me of the shitty person I am. And Rocky goes, yeah, but she loved you. He goes, "That doesn't change it. It doesn't change what I did. And it's the mm. first time we see a layer to Polly that's not just this obnoxious, aggressive, abusive, drunken friend. We see him be somebody who actually has a level of understanding and remorse um yeah and we see that layer and we see we see a part of him as as a character in that moment where he goes this all this does is is is, is like hurt me basically is what he says mm-hmm. um and paulie and paulie goes i can't do this anymore i can't right. i think he says specifically can't live in the past we have towards the future or something or or i think he said that beforehand and that's when Rocky he, he, was like, "Like you keep looking behind, yeah, like, yeah, or, or something like that." And yeah. that's when Rocky was like, "What the fuck? You, what? What's your, what's your problem? Like, yeah, <laughs> like come on, um, but yeah." But that was something I, I appreciated. I appreciated they finally let the character Polly have that emotional arc mm. instead of just always being this hateful drunk. Yeah, it's finally just he is still a hateful drunk, but he understands. That he is a bad person to, he was a bad person to his sister. Yeah. And he gets that. Definitely.
1: So that was a, that was a moment. That was a good moment. Um, and yeah, like literally after that, I think it shoots then to Rocky visiting his son in what I would assume is a better part of Philly. Um, because it's like the big city of Philly. <laughs> like, it's like they're Manhattan. skyscrapers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and he goes to visit his son who apparently works this, to be honest, I don't even know what he does. I just know he works in a corporate building and he's probably making great money. Um, you know, and then they they, they interact with each other, but the whole time the son is giving off this vibe, like, uh, Kind of like how he was in Rocky 5 as a little boy. Um, when Rocky kind of stopped paying attention to his son, um, it was almost rebellious? like. Rebellious? Like he wasn't rebellious. No, 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 not necessarily rebellious, but um, I think there was a part where he just didn't like his father's uh, fame. You know, like that right. was the vibe you got immediately, especially when his boss comes up, wants to take a picture, and the son's taking the photo with the <clears> technology <throat> of the time cell phone. Yeah, the, and, flip uh, open, uh, <laughs> the flip open phone. Yeah,
0: can I get a picture? Yeah, it's going to be a great fucking picture. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. You're um, right, 100%. But that's also right after his boss just yelled at him. That is true. Because Rocky was watching him get berated, like, you can't, you keep showing up, late you piece of shit. Like, you're lucky that your last name is, is Stallone, because I- <laughs> Stallone? Balboa, I know. Balboa. <laughs> um, you're lucky that's your last name, because you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that shit. You little shit. <laughs> it was just this weird, public- I've had a lot of bosses in my lifetime, and I have been spoken to <laughs> aggressively like that before. Sure. once. I was taking to a side office to be berated. And I was mm. not berated in front of other employees. Um, uh, yeah. No, there's... That doesn't happen. And that Especially kind of... Especially at
1: the front entrance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that kind of thing, I think, was a very 2000s theme, right? Sure. It was a very 2000s theme of the corporate lifestyle and the corporate work environment and oh man, these hard-lined bosses. That was very much I think uh, just a trope that happened in that era of of movie, of of, uh, filmmaking. Mm -hmm. So I was was kind of rolling my eyes at that. I was just like as somebody who works in corporate at a (laughs) white-collar job, that's not how your manager interacts with you and if they did, they would probably be reported to HR. Granted, (laughs) I don't work. I can't speak for every corporate environment. And I know plenty of people who have experienced really shitty experiences with bad bosses. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, he just got yelled at by the boss. And then Rocky comes over and goes, hey, you want to get coffee sometime? He goes, hey, I don't know if you saw me get yelled at for 10 minutes, but uh, I got to go work. So not now. I gotta, I'm walking into work, but
1: later, sure. Uh, and, he, and he leaves. So,
0: So that was that experience.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and what what was interesting um, too was he he invites his son. All right, I don't know if I'm uh, jumping the gun here. Oh yeah, no, no, he he invites his son like, hey, or why don't you come back to my restaurant? And at first, I was like, oh, he owns a restaurant. Holy shit! Okay. And the son was like, yeah, you know, but I'm doing this thing after work with the guys, you know. Uh, he's like, all right, yeah. well, we'll see then. Uh, yeah. I think this next scene, though, was absolutely candid, where uh, Sylvester Stallone, dressed up as Rocky, went to a real farmer's market or something, Mm -hmm. and they just filmed, and it's him buying fresh ingredients for his restaurant. But I was really paying attention to the background actors, because their reactions were not that of a trained actor or actress. Okay. They it literally looked like Sylvester Stallone dressed up as Rocky and just started walking around a farmer's market and you see people's reactions like, Oh my god, that's Sylvester Stallone, but no one's saying anything. Well, they probably saw the cameras. Oh, sure. So that's one but, thing, but uh, just the way the way the scene that it just didn't seem Hollywood. It seemed you know, like now that you say that that Sylvester
0: Stallone. Yes, that explains yeah. that feeling because I didn't think that. But now that you say that, it makes sense because it did feel very genuine, extremely yeah. genuine. It felt very different from the standard, uh, the standard Hollywood scene, right? It, it was, yeah, it felt very organic, and and it, yes. it changed the vibe because you, I like you hear about the restaurant, and you, how are they going to transition to that? And it shows him picking up the groceries and putting it in his van and then driving it into his restaurant, and. Yeah. I don't know. I loved every restaurant scene. I don't know if it was the blazer Mm. he wore. I don't know if it was his job at the restaurant, which was pretty much just chatting people up when they wanted to talk to him. But I loved the restaurant scenes, uh, mainly because I think it felt genuine. I don't know. The way it was shot, maybe Mm. the lighting. I don't know. But something about the restaurant scene seemed really, really good, really genuine. And Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. But yeah, that was a cool scene in the market. And now that you say that, that makes a lot of sense, Um, but I thought that was cool. I thought that it was cool that they showed that to show you his involvement with the restaurant, Yeah, you know what I mean? It wasn't just him showing up and everybody's going, hey, Rocco, big boss man. Hey, high five. You know, he shows up, he puts on his work jacket, goes to work like everybody else, goes back upstairs, you know what I mean? He's asking about his employees, how they're doing, making sure they're okay.
1: Exactly. Um, you know, it's funny how you said you, you enjoyed all the restaurant scenes cause I literally have it here in my notes. <laughs> um, you know, i I've, oh, by the way, the name of his restaurant, um, is Adrian's yes. named after his, his wife. Yes. Um, and it says it was established in in 1995. So let's assume she was still alive. Well, yeah, she was still alive. Yes, when that happened. But anyhow, um, I put after interaction with his illegal staff, Rocky tells a story <laughs> for the whole restaurant to hear that nobody requested. Uh, <laughs> and I only say that. Because the first interaction he has with that table and he's telling a story and they're finishing the lines for him, I got a like an, an, an annoyed vibe from the crowd. What? You know, it's like he's telling a story, and they're kind of like finishing it as if he's told it over and over and over again. Well, he and then probably they do has salute, yeah. and yeah. Um, well, well, so
0: so I would counter that by saying they make it a norm. They almost make it like he's the. Uh, I don't know. He's going around saying, "Is everything okay with the food?" Stuff like that, and then people say, "Oh, I gotta take a picture." Hey, hey, like, like, yeah. Can you tell us that story about blah blah blah? Because the hostess is is like is like his traffic director. Oh, this table wants to talk to you about this and that table. And he goes up and and even when he to fast forward a little bit when he talks to the promoters that show up, he goes. So what's yes. going on, guys? What what story do you want to hear? And they goes, "What story?" And he goes, "Most people want to talk and they want to hear me." talk about one of my fights or talk about one of my uh times back when i was a champion and i'm Mm -hmm. just here to entertain you know like i don't think he enjoys telling stories that much i think (laughs) i think that's more of like the gimmick that people want from him so he does it because he's a Mm -hmm. really nice guy i think
1: that's what happens but but yeah 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 um There was a few scenes that were like this that were so quick and they were so pointless to me. I feel like there could have been more to it. Um, like what? And this I I literally have it down like two or three times this has happened. So like literally, I I, and I put it wrote it like this. It then cuts to that uh the the Dixon, the the champion, the current champion. Yeah. yeah. Um he's like walking out of his home, you hear the rap music going. <laughs> Of course, uh, you Cars to. in the parking lot. He jumps in one of the cars to play a DVD of his last fight. And he's just watching it. And that's it. And that was the scene. And I have to say, there was another scene like that, which we'll get to, where there's no reason for it. There's <laughs> no point. I don't know why they did that, but they added it. Um, and so... Literally, the next thing after that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not exaggerating, people. When I say it, it jumps from scene to scene to scene, so, uh, the Rocky movies have done that. It's just, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So we get reintroduced to a character from the very first movie. And <laughs> we've talked about her before. And this was a girl that Rocky, in a weird way, tried to, like, give inspiration and advice to. Uh, the little <laughs> whore girl, <laughs> Little Marie. <laughs> yeah, he, yes. uh, he goes back to his old bar, he used to hang out. He's looking around. She's like, hey, can I help you? Whatever. He's like, uh, you know, I've, I've, this is where I used to hang out, just kind of checking the place out you know, hands him a beer, He, you know, so he's sitting there, and she actually brings it up, like, you know, uh, first she mentions the, the death of his wife, and then, uh, gets into, he's like, hey, like, do do you, I know you, or how do you know all this type of thing, and that's when she tells him, like, yeah, you, uh, you, you had a talk with, with me about not being a whore, and stuff like that. Um... And while this is happening, all the way down at the other end, this, this character bothered me <laughs> so much. Um, so there's a group of four people. It's a guy and three girls. And so Rocky's sitting there on one end. These This group is sitting on the other. And one of the girls approaches Rocky and is like, hey, buy me a drink. <laughs> And he politely takes his her hand off his soldier, you know, like not doing that. And she, okay, I'm allowed to say this because I am white. Okay, but she had wigger. She had wigger attitude. <laughs> you know, like, but it was so badly portrayed and acted. That was the part that made me cringe every time this woman opened her mouth. <laughs> And no one else from the group really spoke like that. It was just weird. It was so weird, just seeing a completely normal white girl sound the way she did. They were trying <laughs> For- to show, and Rocky says it in that scene. He goes, "So the neighborhood's
0: changed a bit since uh, I used to be, come around here all the time." <laughs> and yeah, it goes to show yeah. that the the so there were yeah there so there were some weird racial things like they, they yes so they would 100 blatantly address it right um to continue that scene he goes no uh, you know i'm okay i'm sorry but no and she, and she gets pissed she's like fuck you bitch you fucking motherfucker yeah. you got that money and you're not gonna spend it fuck you you fucking b-. he's just like okay okay and then uh marie right the bartender who was the little girl that he walked home and said you be careful who you hang out with because you'll be a fucking whore uh she she's just like he's not going to he he's not going to buy anything and and this girl goes like you shut your whore mouth you bitch and she's just like okay you could tell that she's <laughs> <laughs> she deals with this bullshit enough and she's just so tired of it because it's fucking trash yeah and rocky goes hey let me let me walk you home right or let me take you home because you're not far from here right she's like no eight blocks away and he's like okay i'll, I'll drive you home and they're leaving right they're leaving and mm-hmm. and they follow them out and they're talking shit like oh yeah you punch drug motherfucker like all this shit they're just <laughs> talking shit i guess i mean i don't know i mean yeah i don't know who shit talks to fucking xboxer Like a known Xboxer. boxer like what's a good example? So, Mike Tyson is an Xboxer. boxer and he's a, he's a famous Xboxer. boxer Right. I don't think anybody who saw Mike Tyson and asked him to buy them a drink, and Mike Tyson said, "Oh no, thank you," would proceed to talk shit and follow Mike Tyson into the parking lot. Right. I just, I just don't see I just don't see <laughs> granted I think they're trying to show maybe how dumb she is just how uneducated all four of them are right but yeah. maybe don't do it uh, so they get in the van and she's like just go home just ignore them. they're not worth it he's like you know what no it is worth it and he gets out and he, he goes back and he goes you watch your fucking mouth he grabs the guy and then yeah. he pushes the guy against the wall and he's like, "Tell, apologize to the lady in my van. And he's just like, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Throws him aside, gets back in the car. And he goes, he sends his apologies. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then they drive home. Um, but this goes back to the racial part, the racial point that they. I don't know. I don't know what the point of this was other than to show his age. And I think that's why they did it. I think they did it to show his age. To yeah. show his generation. Yeah. Because she's walking up. There's two kids on the block. And she goes, oh, that's like, that's my son down there. I wish he uh, wish he didn't stay out so late. I got to make sure he gets inside. And Rocky's mm. like, well, oh, that's your kid. That's crazy. She goes, like, why is that crazy? And he goes, because you were a kid. Like when I talked to you, right. I told you not to be a whore. You know, like. You were a kid and now you got kids and like (laughs) I'm looking at that kid and when you were a kid, you know, it's weird how humans grow and she's like, Yep. Well that's my kid and he goes, Oh, that's great. Looks just like you, you know, like with the big big Irish hair and all that stuff. And she's like, Yep, the uh my kid's the black one. one. Yeah, the other one. (laughs) And the other kid's black and 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 Rocky's just like stunned. He's just like (laughs) Yeah. What did like did you foster child? She's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got fucked. <laughs> like I have to tell you. Like the father's Jamaican. Yeah. Uh. Jamaican that dick. So <laughs> <laughs> So Roddy. <laughs> It's this whole scene where Rocky's this just completely dumbfounded and doesn't know how to respond to it of just like right. This Irish this Irish kid that I I, I, I I told not to be a whore and wanted to make sure she grew up okay. She's uh she's got a Jamaican kid. And she's like, Yeah, I got a Jamaican kid. We don't know if it was a marriage. We don't know if it was just a knock up situation. We don't know what the fuck it was, right? But whatever, this this white Irish lady has a black Jamaican <laughs> child, mixed child, so it's fine. <laughs> Mix, yeah. But it's this, it's this, it's this, um, it's this moment that like I was not expecting to see, and it's something that I never under, I never thought from Rocky because the last time we saw Rocky deal with anything racial, it was with Apollo Creed, and it was going to L.A. To Apollo Creed's gym, where Rocky was fine with it, as they called sure. it back in that movie, the color gym, <laughs> right? Like with that ju- with the Jungle Foot music, yeah. <laughs> and Rocky was the super tolerant one. Yeah, remember? And Paulie was like, oh, "I don't know about this place. I don't know if I like these people." <laughs> Rocky's like, "Oh, I don't know if they like you. I don't know if you like, I don't know if they like you too. Like, relax." <laughs> Rocky's totally fine with it. Has no problem. Yeah. But in this movie, he does. Right? Which I <laughs> thought was so weird. I, did you think that was
1: weird? Y- yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I- <laughs> his best friend in this movie series was black. <laughs> right. Was Apollo. Exactly. So was he cool with just. He wasn't. He's not cool with
1: interracial stuff. Like, I don't understand. I think. Well, that's the thing, right? It's. You got to. Th- you know what? Man, we really got to rewind 15 years ago, though. Yes, were there interracial couples? Sure. Yeah. Compared to now, though, where it's literally every other couple is interracial? That was unheard of back in 2006. Hmm. I'm not saying... You know what I mean? So, like, even for... I get where he... I know what they were trying to portray. It's like he is so back in the old school ways. Yes. And and just like, and if you really think about it, think of all the Rocky movies, right? Like how many black people besides Apollo Creed and his team did you actually see in the first two Rocky films? (sighs) Even on the streets of Jersey, those singers with the golden pipes. Let me tell you something. There are some amazing R&B singers today, (laughs) my friend. Those people were white as snow singing on the streets near that fired up barrel. Yeah. Okay. So even the singers were white. That's a good point. Times were very different. Maybe that's what it was. Very different. Yeah. Because it was just, I was just thinking like, there's... It's also in America, a time in America, not to interrupt you. No, no, go, go, go. It's a time in America where the population was dominated more by white people as well compared to now we're jumping to 2006 there are more minorities true, true. so now it's it's like he's got to get used to this this new world and maybe that's what it was
0: right it's him getting used to the new world getting him used yeah. to what's happening now him being this juxtaposition in corporate america with his kid in the lobby of the big building um, versus him, you know, putting on the the work jacket at Adrian's, and you know what I mean. Him going to the graveyard, you know, with his big pea coat and his hat and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what that was trying to show. But I I thought that scene was funny, but also that scene was was so random. I just wasn't yeah. expecting it because I was thinking, yeah. So she, so she fucked a, a Jamaican guy, <laughs> like. Apollo See, Creed, but that's our you, mindset. You now, think Apollo right? Creed wasn't fucking? Yeah, like, right? <laughs> Apollo Creed was fucking. He was slinging dick. You know, just I don't, I don't know why it's what, why, why, he's so shocked. You know, <laughs> some people fucking just went raw, and that's what happens. You know. So, anyways, so he 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 starts. He I don't know. This is the other weird thing. He tries to be friends with the kid. He starts to be, like, he goes from, oh, okay, it's, where's the father? And she was like, oh, he left. He was just like, oh, right. okay. And I guess he wants to be the fatherly figure. He's like, what's the kid's name? Oh, it's Steps. It's like, oh, okay, mm. Steps. I think it's Steven. I think is the full name. But yeah. Steps is the nickname. And uh, Rocky takes him on kind of as, like, a friend or father figure in... in mm tries to get him involved in the restaurant and tries to get him involved with him with just hanging out and stuff like that I guess. I yeah. I got the vibe they were trying to show like look how nice of a guy Rocky is, not just hooking up, you know, this kid with a job and hooking up his mom with the job, but also you know keeping them off the streets. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Which that was the vibe I was getting, which I guess I can understand, you know, 90s 2000s was a very different vibe crime wise when it came to stuff like stuff like that compared to I think back in the 70s right sure so 70s 80s so that's the vibe I got I mean um, yeah that was just that was a scene <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. yeah by the way cut to <laughs> Dixon returning to his old gym to talk to his I kind of got a Rocky and Mickey vibe during that scene where I guess he was just seeking advice from his old trainer. Um, And, you know, he ended up inspiring him and, but that was it. And that was that scene. Uh, A lot of random scenes when they just cut to the, this, this champion, this Dixon guy. Yeah. Like that. Um, But yeah. So, okay. So here's what's, (laughs) I got a good laugh at this part. So it takes place at the restaurant. Uh, Marie and her son steps They take the offer They go to the restaurant to eat And um, During this time It kind of cuts back and forth Between different scenarios So then you see Rocky's son hanging out with his Coworkers at an Irish pub Um, And then you see This Dixon guy Back at his house with all his homies And they're watching And everybody's watching ESPN now, Matt, you've worked at ESPN before. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Did ESPN ever have a program to take two fighters and do a 3D fight simulation <laughs> to see who would win? <laughs> no. To my knowledge, in
0: my time there, no.
1: Cool. So. <laughs> because in, Rocky, in the Rockyverse, this is what set like in stone the, the, the whole point of this final fight was this fight simulation that had nothing to do with real life. And so the, the anchors, the ESPN anchors were talking about like, Hey, we're taking, we're doing, I guess it it was like a segment. They always do. They mentioned they took Muhammad Ali versus Rocky uh, Marciano. Like who would win uh, both in their primes. And then they bring up Rocky versus Dixon. And, You know there's kind of like a back and forth Kind of a small debate like well Rocky for sure because blah 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 Well Dixon will get the upper hand because blah 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 And then they show the fight simulation And I just started laughing And what kills me is People are actually cheering In the Irish pub In the restaurant At you know (laughs) At this guy's house like oh Like it's a real fight like it actually happened Esports baby yeah. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: Everybody's so jazzed on the AI versus AI um, bout that they're airing from uh, for the, the the fight night video game. Like that's basically what it was. It was just here are two fighters and their stats in the fight night uh, video game, and we're gonna just let the comput- put the computers on the hardest difficulty and let them go at each other.
1: Yeah, and, and literally Rocky wins, and that was supposed to prove a point. Like because he's been with people like fucking a roided up Russian guy and Creed and, you know, fucking Mr. T. um. Yeah. 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 And they were bringing up the point again, like, yeah, you know, because Edwards, he kind of, again, he's going up against chumps. So they they kept pushing that narrative. That's what I'm saying by heavy-handed. It was just, oh, yeah. of course he lost, because Dixon
0: doesn't know how to face adversity. He doesn't know how to He's be He's never warrior. been through a war. He's yeah. never been through a war. He doesn't know how to fight like a fighter. Right. He's been fighting That's nobodies. That. You know, it's just it's that. It's just... So, I was actually okay with that. Yes, I understand the disbelief portion. Yes, I understand the reaction was... I love also in movies when one person in a bar says, Hey, can you turn that up? And, and they just <laughs> turn it up so loud that everybody <laughs> in the bar can hear it. You know, just... I don't really go to bars anymore. I stopped going to bars... I don't know, what, five years ago? Mm. Six years ago, I kind of stopped. I don't really go to bars anymore. But I can tell you, as somebody who used to go to bars, a lot. That's not how that fucking works. <laughs> You're lucky to get a fucking drink if you go to a bar. <laughs> At the, yeah, I, really. When it's that busy, you're lucky to get a drink when you ask for it. So let alone fucking just shouting out. I always hate that stuff. Um, yeah. And they just do it in the movie. Uh, <laughs> but the, you're right. The oh, ooh, the ah, the wows, all the all those happening was kind of just it was just ridiculous in my opinion. But it was yeah. okay. I was okay with it. I was okay with it. Mm. What I was not okay with was how that somehow parlayed into an actual exhibition fight Um, (laughs) (laughs)
1: with a Rocky (laughs) past his prime.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just, we've seen it, right? Like we've seen YouTubers fight X MMA champions, right? So it's not out of this world of possibility, but just the way it was concluded to that situation you know mm mm-hmm. um, yeah again I think the boxing stuff the boxing part of this movie was the <laughs> worst part of this movie yeah getting um, into the boxing match having it be a boxing match I think that was all watching oh I hate being an actual fan of boxing and MMA it pains me to watch the Rocky fights I'm sorry <laughs> it's just it's so fucking painful. And I'm not saying that I'm a better fighter than that. I'm not. I would get my ass kicked if I try if I was like, "Oh yeah, well I could I could box better than that." I probably can. But like I I feel like the fundamentals at the very least would Oh my god, And they did the thing that we always complain about. They fucking woo. Not to jump ahead and to skip all the all the fluff sorry, that we'll and Tarantino there. this. That's fine. Yeah, that f- f- skips the. Fluff. I know
1: you want to get this off your chest, so let's just do it now. Oh my god! In the fight, at the end of the movie, they keep cutting <laughs>
0: scenes to the fighters' corners, the "quote unquote" coaches in the corners, and all you're hearing is Hit him! Hit him! <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, "What? Alone? Oh no! Okay, <laughs> that's kind me. of that's kind of advice <laughs> in a moment, you know? Like pour yeah. on the volume. That I kind of get that. It's just like, dang, deep. It's like okay, I you know I can maybe pass that off as as a coach's advice, but (laughs) like any tactics. But it's just just give me some form of authenticity to it. Just just watch an actual fight and and like listen to the coaches in the corner. Yeah, and good good coaches because you know everybody knows we've reviewed fights with. Uh, real fights with horrible coaching coaches in the corner it, it just <laughs> it's it, it hurts it it does
1: <laughs> i can see the pain
0: canelo alvarez is is fighting uh caleb plant this saturday <laughs> uh, all right uh-huh. for the like the unified what is it super middleweight belt whatever like like to be a super unified champion if if canelo wins which he probably will it will be he will be the first mexican boxer in history to do it um when you see the technique of canelo fucking alvarez and then i watch a rocky movie it's just like it's it's it's, it's like it's just it's like watching the three ninjas do you know that movie, The Three Ninjas? Oh yeah, with the teenagers. Dude,
1: high noon at Mega Mountain. Come on, man. Yeah. What, what are we
0: doing here? It's like watching the Three Ninjas movies, and then watching like I don't know, like watching <laughs> uh, watching Adesanya <laughs> fighting. Adesanya. Yeah. And it's just it's so it's so bad. It's just it's it's yeah. it's just, and I'm not you know I'm not gonna ask for perfect technique. Because that's absurd to ask to ask an actor to have perfect boxing technique. Although Jake Gyllenhaal in his boxing movie did an amazing job. Although uh, Michael B. Jordan in the uh, Creed movies did it, a fantastic, phenomenal fucking job with boxing technique. Um, but the coaching corner. Ooh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I hate bad coaching corners. Yes. Bad, bad, yes. bad bad corners you know how much i hate that (laughs) and it was just i'm glad your kid was there i'm glad your son was there but he didn't have anything positive any constructive thing to say
1: i think he said like unload go for it i think he even made a comment see we are kind of jumping the gun here Uh, Um, i'm sorry we can no 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 it's fine it's fine I, I, You know what? I kind of like this. It's different. You know, this is our sixth, sixth fucking review. We could change things up. Okay, okay, uh, perfect. His son, I think, even mentioned something like, you know, about he's not embarrassed or, you know, like... This was a thing, right? With the son, it was like, whatever you do also affects me type of thing. And he mentioned something like that that was supposed to be inspiring for him in the ring. Um, But yeah, that was pretty much it (laughs) like he was like i'm proud of you or something like that which is nice i
0: I don't know like so like the the, his coach made a good point where his coach said you don't need to learn how to box you've been doing it for your whole life which is true fighters don't really need to review um some fundamentals right you don't need to spar tactically um it's just when i hear that type of of and I know it's a movie. I know it's a movie. I know it's not a real fight. I know it's, I know they're not real coaches. but give me some level of authenticity in the dialogue. yeah it, just yeah. just I think I heard one I think I heard one <laughs> one
1: actual thing which was hands up <laughs> which never happened anyways because he kept. Using his head yeah. for fucking blocking. Yes,
0: but I think uh, I think that was the one piece of actual advice that you heard from the corner at any point in the fight, and I was like, okay, that see, I'm buying that now because his hands aren't up because they're never fucking up because he doesn't know how to have a high guard. He just keeps his hands at his fucking waist like an MMA fighter. So yep, that was the one thing. But that was a that was a peeve. That was a <laughs> grind of my gears. Like mm. if, if only they just said anything you know just just anything but continue i i've i've spoken like 5 minutes about how much i don't like the
1: oh and trust me we'll get back to it my friend okay um, great so great, now great. let's see uh okay so after they view this fight simulation you know rocky drops off uh steps in his mom and uh you know she's kind of questioning like why are you doing this you know why like why are you Helping me. Why are you treating us to dinner? Like, what? what's going on? He's just like, well, you know, like, uh, I I, just like to do good things pretty much, <laughs> you know? I think uh, his
0: phrase was, there shouldn't be a reason to have to be, to have to do nice things.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely said it in a better way. Um, yeah. He fixes her light bulb and everything. Yeah. Um, my theory was, it was him filling a void which was he's kind of being neglected by his son throughout the movie, or most of the movie. Yep. Um, and his wife is has passed away, you know, and he meets, whereas uh, now reunited, I guess, with a, you know, um, a mother and her son, and so I feel like he's using them to just fill that void. Um. You know, and it gets to the point where like Rocky's hanging out with the sun. They go to a pet like a, a like shelter, a, a pound, yeah, animal shelter, yeah. and they adopt they adopt the most fucked up dog, and the the kid names it Punchy. <laughs> Which, all right, whatever. I guess that was a bonding moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it was at some point after this scene. Rocky is considering taking on the fight, like, for real. He has this thing inside of him. Well, the it's promoters like, come, don't forget. The promoters come to the restaurant. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, and they're talking about it. And they're not being sleazy at all. No, 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 no. At least that's not the vibe I got. It was, it, they played it out straight and, you know, um, yeah. Well, the uh, well, That's because the the promoter, promoter, they were sleazy to Dixon when
0: they were talking to Dixon when he's shadow boxing in the ring while you know all of his friends are there and they're just playing you know of course rap music uh yeah. loudly and they're just like come on this is how you milk money you see and he's like uh there's no need for me to fight a 50 year old retired boxer and they're just like everybody's talking how you are a bitch you're soft as fuck like and he's like, You want us to get real in front of your friends? Fine. You're a soft little bitch. Everybody says Rocky will beat your soft ass. You fought nobody. You're nobody. You're a paper champion. You know, the trope that we've heard like three times now. Uh, sure uh, in the Rocky movies. Sure. And he's just like Look man. I, I don't think this is something I need to do and then they said something along the lines of like everybody's talking about it since that video game simulation came out and they all want to yeah. see it because we can we could do an exhibition we could donate things we could have donations to like proceeds to uh, to non-profits charity, or charity yeah. like, he was like okay like you said he's not really a bad guy yeah right he's just like okay okay yep. if he signs it and that's when they show
1: up at Rocky's restaurant. they show up at Adrian's, yeah um yeah, and it, i mean it, then it goes it it's the next scene is him going to the athletic commission and trying to get his license to fight oh. and it
0: sounded like Yoshi um <laughs> <laughs> don't uh forget the big scene with Polly. Mm.
1: Oh, was that? Was that right after?
0: That was before the athletic commission. Because he goes, I think uh, I'm thinking about fighting, and Paul is like, "What are you? What are you talking about fighting?" He's like, "You know, boxing." Oh, that's right. He's like, "Why?" Were you were
1: talking at the the plant. The why? Plant
0: why yeah. He was like, "Why do you? Why do you need that, Rocky? What? Well, what? What do you need to be doing?" Because the big theme about this is like, if you stay in one place for too long, you, you know, you're part of the place. Yeah. you' become a part of the place and Rocky's talking about that with life with what he's been doing um, and where he is. Yeah. Polly's talking about that with working in the meat uh, the meat packing plant and stuff like that. Um, yeah, talking about it with Marie if she stayed too long at the at that shady tavern um, instead of getting her out of there. Uh, it's like, you, if you stay in one place for too long, you become a part of the place, and the place becomes a part of you. And here's something that I want to say. Again, I go on tangents a lot with you, but that's something I've really loved about this movie. Sylvester mm. Stallone acted incredibly well in this movie, in my opinion, and he, he really did. sold. he really sold the age of Rocky Balboa. And not mm. just the age of Rocky Balboa, but the age of Rocky Balboa in the sense of, this is Rocky Balboa living like this for this long he sold that with authenticity by a mile I felt so connected to Rocky as a character and a person who was stuck in this position after going through everything that he went through for so long and him having this, this opportunity to say like maybe I am still that person mm-hmm. you know I am a fighter, I am a boxer I haven't done it, yeah. I don't do it but you know I don't want to be permanent with what I am now. I and mean, what can I do to change that? You know what I mean? And it just, I don't know. I thought that was the best part of this movie was the, was the feeling of authenticity of Sylvester Stallone as this aged Rocky Balboa. Not older, but aged. Older implies just time has passed. And I think aged, help, aged helps imply um, the events of time, right? Going mm-hmm. through time, losing his wife, and 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 moving into the the house and and having his routine and running the restaurant and trying to trying to have a connection with his son as his son's life picks up speed you know um i thought i thought that part was great i thought that part was fantastic uh as far as how he performed it but yeah he has that scene with paulie in the in the meatpacking facility and paulie's joke with him like you could just have people punch your face for five bucks what do you what do you want to go fight for because paulie knows rocky doesn't have a defense um, yeah, Rocky's like you know down here. He but like, he's like points to his heart, like points to his chest. Mm. And I think Pauly said something along the lines of like, "No, Rocky asked Paulie to train him." Which yes, I guess okay. Like, hey, would you want to you know maybe train this week or something? And Paulie's like, "This is what I do, man. Like, this is my job. I've been here forever. This is what I do." Um, which goes back to that to that kind of theme of the movie, right? Which is like you stay still so you stay at doing something for so long, you, you become it. And that's what Paulie's kind of saying. Like uh, I've been doing this meat job for so long. This is what I do now, man. This is who I am. I, I can't just drop this anymore. Like back in the day when we were younger and it wasn't who I was. So um, that happens before he goes for the Athletic Commission license. But yeah. Tangent done. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um... By the way, one of the very few times I think in all the films that we've seen we've seen him get super emotional. I mean, we've seen him yell Who, and have Molly? moments with like him. No, no, Rocky. We've yeah, seen yeah, yeah. him yell and have like emotional moments with Adrian, but not to the point of like shedding just streams of tears. And um, I mean, you could really feel like the heart, like his heart was broken, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, also with his, with his kid, yeah, which is a badass speech, by the way. But when he talks to the kid in the street and he's yelling at his kid. Yeah. Yes. That was a big moment, too. There was a lot of those moments. There was a lot of those moments of, of Rocky Balboa, not just, like, not just, quote, unquote, preaching, but just trying to f- explain the fight against, against time, right? Mm-hmm. The fight against how life beats you down. Because that's really what happened in, this, in, in, in the franchise. The character Rocky Balboa, he fucking, he loses. Yeah. He loses everything, right? Yep. He loses his wife. He loses all of his money. He loses his fame. Paulie makes a joke. Oh, you're just mad that they took down your statue. Like, this was a movie about, like, the loss of everything because of time and because of life and, and getting aged by everything. And, like, just, you, you're losing it all. And yeah. him saying, I'm going to fight that. I'm going to fight losing it all. I'm going to fight being like left to be this person who lost everything. And I yeah. think that's why we got a lot of passion speeches by him, whether it was with Marie, whether it was with his kid, whether it was with Polly, whether it was with the athletic commission, he has a lot of speeches in this one. A lot of, you know what I mean? Like he has a lot of things to say in this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And that, that's, that was the thing too, with Marie. Because um, in the beginning, you get this vibe like, oh, you know, he's just helping out this woman and, her, you know, her son. But you you start getting vibes like, is there something going on here? She even says it. She's like, you trying to fuck? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, no, 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 no. no.
0: <laughs>
1: he's like, no, uh, nothing
0: like that. She was like, good, because that's whoo. And he was like, and he's joking like, oh, come on. What? I'm not I don't have it anymore. And she was just like. <laughs> No not for me. No she, he was just like, All right, no. That's yeah, not that's not why I was doing this.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, it it's funny you said even with the inspiration <laughs> chat with Marie because um one thing we we forgot to mention was he ended up giving her a job as the new hostess because his previous one I guess was pregnant and was getting ready to leave anyways. Yeah. Um so this woman Marie actually ended up working at the restaurant. And it was on the ride home that she had that inspirational conversation with him. Like, no, no. Like, you do what your heart tells you pretty much. And this is what you live for. Like, you got to do it type of thing. Which and, I thought
0: was very... Yes. When he talks... When, when word gets around that he's considering that fight, the exhibition that's being positioned to him. Yeah. Um, because everybody finds out that he applied for a license to be a fighter again uh, in the state. And that's why they take it to Vegas, right? The yep. The thing is, is she does the opposite of what Adrian always did. Adrian was right. always, no, Rocky. And he was like, but I'm a boxer. She's like, no, Rocky. He's like, but I'm a fighter. <laughs> like, it, that was always the, the dialogue. And in yeah. this one, it's flipped. Yeah. That conversation is now, you be true to who you are. Yep. You go do that. if that's who you are inside and that's who you want to be do it and that goes back to the theme of fighting time right fighting Mm -hmm. this thing of who you are and there's that and and rocky has a speech in the street with marie when marie's like kind of confrontational she's like why are you being so fucking nice when he's like why don't you come and work for me she was just like why are you doing this he was just like what do you mean she's like you're being generous and nice and they're like for what like She's skeptical, right? Like, like nothing's nicer, good for free. Bad things happen right. all the time to people. Going back right. to the theme that he says to his kid, like life beats you down and chews you up. Like life hits harder than you or me. Like all that 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 awesome speech. She's she's a consequence of life hitting hard, right? So she's mm-hmm. like, life doesn't let up. So why are you doing this? And he's kind of doing that thing, right? Of keep moving, right? Like, like come on, let let's. If you stay still too long, like it becomes you and you become it. Like change. Let's change that. Why don't you go work at an upscale restaurant? Why don't you be a a hostess for me and you run the room, right? Like, let me get your kid a job. You know, so he's not hanging out late at night. Give him a job. She got some money in his pocket. He's busy. You know, he goes home and he sleeps. It's it's that right? And and it's a it's a it's a great concept and it's and it's a great theme. It's a great and I think that's why this story. I think this is why Balboa has a lot of good Sylvester Stallone performance uh, moments because those are tangible concepts for all of us as people in society, Mm. right? Unless you live in the fucking mountains by yourself and you have no connection to the outside world, everything in this movie is very applicable. Sure. (laughs) You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I think that's why this movie was as good as it was. But again, going back to the boxing part of it, because after Marie says, okay, you go do it, and he gets the confirmation kind of from everybody in his life of, like, you know, there's no Adrian saying no. Like, you're a boxer, and if this is what you want to do, this is what you want to do. And he's like, I'm going for it. And they start the training montage of, like, you got mm. calcium on your bones, and you have arthritis, yep. so you can't run. And bliss, And then they show him running immediately, which is weird. <laughs> um <laughs> and uh, and then we're just going to work on some hard hitting power just just bone yep. crushing hits just making it hurt everything has to hurt um yep. when they get to that it's it's I think it was nice how they showed how it was hard work right first also mm. no offense to Stallone cuz he's way more jacked than I will ever be in my life but his like his front his clean to front squat is the worst form I've ever fucking seen. And they, I really hope those weights were fake because I'm surprised he didn't blow at his back or his, or his shoulders doing it. But uh, he's like pulling up and he's like shrugging like six 45-pound plates because he's trying to like clean, like, like do a clean and jerk movement to get into the front rack position. And yeah. he's just like shoulder shrugging it. And it's just like, what are you doing? like and he's holding it like "Eh, eh." it's like you're not gonna slowly that's the complete opposite part of that movement that movement is supposed to be a quick efficient explosive movement where the bar comes up in a straight line and you catch it at the apex of its height you don't fucking deadlift and then shoulder shrug it to your chest and then you flip it into a front squat that's not what you do but they show him trying to do that in the movie, and I was just cringing. Just oh my god! I really hope that shit is fake because that's that looks so painful. Yeah. As somebody who doesn't have a good clean, like I'm power clean. I'm telling you, like that shit hurts. You know, and I use a frac a sixteenth of that weight, and it's difficult. You know what I mean? It's, it's a reason why. There's a reason why it's an Olympic movement. It's it's a difficult thing to do. And yeah. Here he is, like shoulder shrugging it up to his up up to his chest, and it's just
1: what do you? Anyways. I was just... <laughs> continue. So, Sorry, continue. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. What did you think of the montage, the training montage, and you see both boxers going at it? Um, I mean, I get it. It was a lot more powerlifting on Rocky's part, but I get the reason why. But did it seem, like, motivational to you like every other Rocky movie? It would have.
0: It would have. If it wasn't for the fact that they they said in that speech, yeah, you got arthritis in your knee, so you can't run. Mm. And then the first thing he does to train is run.
1: I was just <laughs> thinking,
0: like, okay, show him swimming. Like, like, give me something. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like why did you say that and then show me that? That <laughs> makes no fucking sense. I don't... <laughs> Right, It's like, alright Mikey We're gonna do a montage of you Getting as in shape as possible First thing we're doing We're having no cheese And then second thing we're doing is that we're having raw kale And then the first scene, the first action scene Is you biting a giant <laughs> Wheel of cheese A giant Fucking Sheep's milk manchego cheese wheel Is you biting into it It's just like Wait Wait, what? That's not what we just... What? I'm so confused. Why would they show him eating from a, full, a giant monster wheel of cheese when they just said in the montage beforehand of what's required is to not eat cheese? That's what that was. That's what that was to me. So I was a little blown away by that because I was a little confused. Yeah,
1: sure. Hey, you know what? Ar- arthritis to the side. He looked pretty good. I don't care what steroids that man was on for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's oh, still yeah, on. I'm pretty sure he's still on. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was probably on him back in the 70s, too. But, like, he didn't look bad. He looks, he looks amazing. He looks amazing. I,
0: I, I kind of hope he's always jacked and looks good like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think he wants to as well. That's why he does it. Sure. He's, what, in his 70s?
1: Have you seen... And he's not got a six-pack? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen v- Vince McMahon...
0: Oh, Vince McMahon! Open is oh oh yes. I've I remember seeing Vince McMahon on like uh, what is it, Muscle and Fitness or whatever, like the yes. the, the bodybuilder
1: magazine. He's got the fucking chain around his body.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, there is no way, there is no fucking way that and that's you see just his- back. That that's just sweet potatoes and 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 steamed chicken that's and broccoli that's not what that is that has to be more than that that just it has that's to be
1: science there's science in there <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that is science
0: there has to uh, be something else there, but yeah, one hundred percent um I thought he looked amazing um I did like the montage. it was different, but it kind of was ruined because of that whole you can't run and then they show him running it's like well obviously he can fucking run you know he's running with his dog so if he like what do you mean he can't run he you i see him yeah. run unless they did it to show like look how he fights the odds and fights the adversity by doing the thing he was told mm. he, sh- he can't do it's like okay it's just a number i guess I, I guess that i i could take it like that but in the moment mm. i did not take it like that yeah in the moment i took it a very different way
1: um yeah, so literally after the montage, they have a pre-fight conference. You know, they, they do the weigh-ins and stuff like that. And it's very quick. It's like, they, I think there was like maybe two or three questions asked and whatever. Um, this next scene, though, because I'm just going to get straight to it. I know we're on a time crunch here. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, um, go, go, go. You know, Little Marie was doing pretty good not living the life of a whore but I have to say she pulled a very ballsy move what move where the night before the fight she is knocking on Rocky's door his hotel room or whatever and that she's like hey snook-y. I hope you don't yeah I hope you don't mind but uh, I brought you this from the restaurant and it was a picture of Adrian he's like I know you always had her by you know there with you in support but I figured this will have to do whatever and he's he's appreciative and she makes a comment saying like, um, you know, I know uh, something about uh, she, she makes a, a comment about age and love and how it's about like, oh, the heart never ages yes. or something like yes, that. Yes, the heart never ages. And she just goes right up to him and kisses him. I'm like, dude, <laughs> how do you hand a man a picture of his dead wife that's like j- fresh, fresh in the grave still and then just kiss him i was like wow well okay, so, okay uh,
0: i understand the optics of it but i sure i took it more as it was like a friendly good luck thing
1: let me tell you something pal what even in 2006 yeah. friends don't kiss on the fucking lips especially <laughs> no <laughs> You know what? Next time I see you, man. Hey, bro. What's going on, dude? <laughs> tongue, tongue. Oh, and I better—that's not—that's not a quick
0: kiss on the lips. Tongue is more than that. Hey, it could be quick.
1: It could be just quick, and then that's it. So you're it telling to... me? You're telling me? You're telling me? Oh, it's just cool for a guy and a girl to just meet, meet up every now and then, and just kiss on the mouth. So let's. It see. was. It, it. It would have been one thing, a kiss on the cheek, you know. It's like, okay, I get it, especially with what he's done for her and whatever. But on the map, yeah, don't know, I, know, man. I, know, I know, Especially I know, with know, the I vibes know. that was going You're on right. throughout the entire movie, a dark
0: hotel room in the background. He's saying, "Do you want to come in?" Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, going back to what you said about how they were both people of need, like. Not just need, but True. both people that had a gap. They yes. were missing the father figure. He was missing the family figure. The the family. Oh my god!
1: I didn't even think of that. The How family stupid. bond,
0: right? Yes. Like he like his he loves his kid. His kid's there, but he sees a a, a kid who doesn't have a father, and he's a good guy to right. his core, and he wants right. to make sure that that kid is gonna be okay. So well. he he offers himself to be a friend to Steps. Right? He yeah. offers himself. He doesn't do any kind of romantic involvement with Marie. He's like, let me get you a good job. Let me get you a good job. Let me get you a, a better situation. Like, Let me get you a yeah. good situation going. Let me get something good going for your kid. Let me get something going for you. And it's because I think he sees it as the gap of his own life. And, and I, I just, again, this is what I think really helped sell the restaurant. Remember I told you I liked the restaurant a lot? <clears throat> yes. Here's what I think sold it a lot. The beginning part of that movie, a lot of those scenes of him and Philly by himself were either dark, gray, cold. Yes, right? Him yes. going outside with his coffee mug to do five pull-ups on his like his homemade standalone pull-up system. Um that's cold and gray looking as shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was not a warm environment. The restaurant is the only place that has warm like like neutral, not neutral, warm like natural colors like wood, brown Holy and fuck, dark. You red. just gave me a thought. Yes, right? yep. like candlelit colors, like 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 low lumen, uh, wa- like low lumen style of bulbs where it's warm and it's 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 inviting. Even when you see Dixon, Dixon training, it's all white. It's all modern. It's all flat. It's all smooth. It's all sleek. It's all clean. It's all perfect and and immaculate. Sharp edges. Everything is. Everything is, is even his cars. It's all exotic cars, no classics, no boxy cars, no sharp-edged cars, all smooth, attack-angled, like 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 exotic sports cars, right? Everything in this movie that's not about that restaurant where Rocky kind of runs it, where it's like kind of like his home base, mm-hmm. nothing really feels warmer or inviting, right? Dude. that's that's 100 like a like a i think like a, i don't know what the term would be for the, a movie set but that's 100 i think a like editorial decision or or producer decision to say like no this is going to be a warm inviting place this is going to be a familial place a place where it's going to be like like you're at home with rocky right and then he invites the kid and marie steps and marie to be there all the time working and they're together all the time and and, and Marie's looking out for him when Pauly comes in drunk and after he gets laid off and she's like, what the fuck's going on? We got a problem. He's like, oh, that's Pauly. Hey, Pauly. And Paulie's like, I'm fucked. And he's like, okay, Pauly. Well, what's wrong, Pauly? Um, that's the vibe I got. So when I saw that that little smooch, that little peck, I took it as that was the fulfillment, the circle completed of like, they aren't romantically involved, but there is a certain level of care doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be sexual in a way of like you're, you're pounding round like raw dog right it could be completely <laughs> okay. comforting as from a loving standpoint of like they they love each other in the sense of they support each other they're there for each other they're looking out for each other they're thinking of each other it's it's not sexual in, in any type of transactional way or any type of like um deviant way that's how mm. i perceived it you're right though i was kind of pulling your chain you are right that was ballsy. Here's your dead wife. I'm going to give you a smooch. But at the same time, that's the vibe. That's the way I took that whole setup and situation.
1: It was just like, it was just body language too. They were really close to each other when talking, you know, just certain things I picked up on. But you know what? You mentioned the lighting and the two brightest moments that I could think of in any scene was anytime he went to go visit Adrian, it was a nice, bright, sunny day. Or the light bulb scene when he changes the light bulb for Marie and it's fucking bright as shit and it's like blinding. Yeah. And even she's like entering the house as he's walking away and she's even looking back, but there's like the light illuminating, like that's his light. Yes. Type of thing. Fuck, man. He you did, did yeah. You did it again. <laughs> He he turned on the bright light of of the future, the
0: bright light yes. in the darkness of the night, right? Like holy shit! Yeah, good job, dude. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> but like that—that's, but that's the vibe I got. That's the vibe I got, and 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 that's um, something else that I thought they did a great job with. And this goes back to why I don't think it's like a deviant sexual relationship. They didn't do anything to dress up anybody, right? even in that scene, when she goes up to... She's not wearing tight-fitting jeans and, like, a low-slung V-neck with her tits popping out. That wasn't the wardrobe. She just showed up in, like, baggy jeans and a hoodie. (laughs) Right? Like, she just showed up just like she would show up regardless. And he was just dressed the way he was. He he always dressed through all the Rocky movies. I think he had, like, what, a white tank top on and and sweatpants. Right? Like, how he's always been dressing because that's all he could afford, right? Like, so that was a big image of it too, right? It wasn't designed to be trying to sell the sexiness of, of anything. It was just these two people that are going through life now together. And that's kind of how I saw it. I didn't see it as a replacement for Adrian because the movie doesn't try to replace Adrian. The movie tries to make Adrian still a, a focal point, especially the fact that, like honoring Adrian and being there and, and, and being, I think being somebody that is happy to, to be that person to Adrian, right? Like, I feel like a lot of it is to be the best person I can be for the idea of Adrian is kind mm-hmm. of, I think part of the theme, but I definitely think a huge part of the theme also was like the old versus the new traditional versus modern. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's the vintage versus the, the, the modern style of things. So 100%,
2: 100%. Mm.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> well then a lot (laughs) of (laughs) exposés i think this is the (laughs) most exposés we've had on a rocky movie review is Bobo.
1: yeah yes i I agree Um, i
0: I will say this too and how much of this is from the way things are shot from a director's experience or how much of this is from the cameras this movie just looked good oh absolutely like the way the shots were done the way scenes were done it just looked good
1: yeah, well, I mean, when you're going from 1990 to 2006, yeah, there's a huge fucking difference. Yeah,
0: there's a huge jump in technology. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. True. Um, um, the scene with Polly was really heavy, too, because I I personally, and we've kind of grazed on it because we try not to get too social, socio-economical about anything on the show, right? But I liked when Paulie got handed his slip. First of all... It was as corporate as possible. They showed up. Hey, Polly. Sorry, Polly. They hand him a paper. Sorry, Polly. You're great. And they just walk away. Um, <laughs> they just like ruin this guy's life. Yeah. And this is right after the scene where Polly goes like, "This is all I know. This is what I do. Like, this is who I am. And I've been here too long to do anything else, right?" Um. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the very own uh, philosophy that I have about work, which is something I got from like this viral Jim Carrey speech where Jim Carrey spoke at a college. And he gave a graduation speech for the kids, for uh, the graduates. And he said, my father worked at his job for 35 years or like 40 years, something crazy. My father could have been a writer. He could have been an actor. He could have been a comic. He could have been an artist. He could have done anything of the creative things that he had going on that he, he truly was passionate about. He could have failed at that for 35, 40 years, but he may have been happy and he may have been successful, but he will never know because he dedicated that time to a a company. And there is no guarantee at the end of that, that you are leaving on your terms, right? Like there's no guarantee of that. And it kind of reinforced the understanding that a job is a job, a company is a company, And they are not your family. They are not your best friends. And they are not going to look out for your best interests, because that's not how corporate entities work. That's just—it's just not. Maybe Mm. a mom and pop shop will, if you work at a small enough location. 100%, that could be the case. But as far as big time corporate places go, 100%, you are a statistic. Right? I mean, for fuck's sake, we have car companies that won't do recalls on on vehicles because they did the math with their attorneys and realized. The cost of doing a recall on all the vehicles that are out would be more expensive than the payouts for the lawsuits of people that will die from it, right? Like, literally budgeting out human lives here. Yeah. So that's something that was a huge theme to me when I saw that. I don't think that was the intended effect back in 2006 when this movie came out. But now, especially with social media being as... as um. as as prevalent as it is now to just like broadcast messages like that. That was on my mind. The second I saw that I went, yep, you should never do that. You should never place all your eggs into the corporate basket. Unless you fucking own the company. Even if you run it, even if you're the head, I've worked at places that I will not mention that I've seen the head top people get canned for. So even if you're, even if you run the ship, that doesn't mean you fucking make the call to stay there. That's not how that works. So, we saw the fallout of that right paulie shows up drunk making a scene at, at at uh adrian's um and rocky tries to talk him down he makes paulie makes a mess leaves a giant slab of, of ribs on the fucking bar <laughs> and just walks out the back with paintings because i guess he was into painting and um rocky's like where are you going and paulie's like you're gonna be fine because you got that you got you got that thing deep yep. like you get that well or something he said and rocky's like thank you paulie All right, he just walks off. I mean, if I had an alcoholic friend that I saw with a black eye that showed up at my establishment with a giant, like, 50-pound rack of ribs or whatever the fuck it was, prime rib or something, with all of his paintings in his hand and grabbing beer or grabbing alcohol from my alcohol cabinet and drinking it and then screaming and and screaming about watches through my restaurant... (laughs) I personally want to let that person walk into the night in downtown Philly. That's just me. I'm different. Maybe I'm not city enough. Uh, but, like, a little too blasé about that experience from Rocky. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah.
1: But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's just kind of quickly... I know we already discussed most of it, uh, the fight situation. Um, You know, here's what I will say. And I actually... I like this movie so much I ended up watching um, the like special features portion and they literally got in touch with HBO. They went they went to an actual location, you know, and it's funny because I literally recognize people that I saw during that final fight. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yes. It, like the announcers
0: just, and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: 100%. Yeah. One I mean, hundred. It was one hundred percent real. <laughs> it, they advertised it as an HBO pay per view, Mm-hmm. and uh, Sylvester Stallone even talked about. He's like, "Yeah, we we just copied HBO's formula, how they put on a pay per view, and that's how we shot it." Yeah. He goes, "We did the four cameras on the corners of the boxing ring. The mm-hmm. way they shoot their boxing pay per views is how we shot Rocky." Yeah. Um. I, so I would. The way that was filmed, the fight, I was actually impressed. And I was like, but at the same time, I was like, this is weird. Because this is also different from the first five Rocky movies. The way it was filmed. This is like actually watching a pay-per-view. It looked really good.
0: Like the yeah. way it was shot, I agree. The fucking technique is aggravating.
1: Oh sure, yeah. Oh, like, without a doubt.
0: You're windmilling. You're windmilling a overhand right. You're fucking keeping your lead hand down below behind your like your backhand. With the? You're not stepping with your punches. There's no. You're like you're. I'm, we're not gonna get into it. It's gonna hey, take a,
1: has anyone night, in but, the history of fighting broken their hand hitting a hip? Just <laughs> curious. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's what broke his arm? I actually had to rewind that. I was like, he hit Rocky's hip, and he's like, ah! (laughs) He broke his hand on Rocky's old-ass hip. All right. Calcified hips, man. (laughs) Calcified, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Uh, You know, and just so everyone knows... Typical formula, the fight is going back and forth and back and forth. And literally, it ends with both of them just wailing on each other. And then ding, 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 the match is over, Mm -hmm. and they're just hugging it out because there is so much respect. And, um, you know, everyone's hoarding the ring, hugging and kissing each other. And then, of course, little whore Marie and her son are up there, (laughs) and they get their licks in or whatever, but... (laughs) Um, almost immediately, like Rocky just leaves with his posse as they just like, leave. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh just fuck this, whatever. I'm who cares? Done. Goodbye. That Goodbye. was the vibe I got too. Is like, man, he truly is done. Like, to not even care about. oh who cares what the judges say? You know, let's just get out of here. I am done. I it, left. Whatever was inside me is now out.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's. It was yeah. like. A, I'm done with boxing. I'm. I don't need this anymore. Yeah,
1: like he by the it. way, he lost. You know what I liked about the ending, though, was that both fighters got recognition. Yes, positive recognition. The current champion Dixon finally got that positive feedback from the crowd. Yep, and Rocky, just because he's a legend, even though it didn't go in his favor, crowd's still going nuts over him. Oh, imagine how nuts that would be if that happened in real life.
0: Yeah. Imagine fucking Mike Tyson comes back. Right? And says, "I'm not going to fight another old boxer. I'm going to do a 10-round exhibition fight against the current champion." Let's say let's just say fucking Tyson Fury, right? Yeah. Like just fucking in the prime right now Tyson Fury championship boxer. Mike Tyson was back right now at his age and they make it 10 rounds and they are going for it. They are going for the knockout. They are fucking trying to kill each other. And they went 10 rounds, that place would explode. Are you kidding me? Yes. Do you know how much, do you know how crazy that would fucking be? Tyson yep. Fury's getting, get, get, gets knocked down, he has to fight back up, and Tyson's down, and Tyson has to fight the standing count, and they're fucking going at it still. And at the very end, they're like, Tyson Fury wins, obviously, but then it's time for the Mike, for the Mike Tyson, uh, like, acknowledgement. Yep. The roof would explode. Yes. The roof would fucking explode. Mike Tyson would never do it because he's smart, but. That place would explode with the appreciation yes. of just yes. like holy shit. I yes. cannot believe that would be that would be like in a different universe if Chuck Liddell <coughs> came uh-huh. back and instead of fighting Tito Ortiz, did five rounds at five minutes against John Jones mm. and survived to the judges. And John yeah. Jones wins. Imagine the ovation for Chuck Liddell.
1: Yeah. That as he's standing there in pain, his whole body arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> That's just sad, man. I don't even want to think about it. It would be amazing. That.
0: It would be it would it, be amazing. It would be so explosive and so amazing. I, I think, yeah. Um yeah, and I think it was really cool. I think right as the fight ended, I think what did Rocky say to, to Dixon? He, right as it ended, he said, You're a true champ. I think yeah. he said. Yep. He was like, you're a true champ. You got it. You're a true you're champ. You're a true champ. Yep. And you could see Dixon was kind of ha- like... And you could see that on Dixon's face, they did a really good job of showing Dixon kind of realizing that, right? Like saying, like, I always knew it, but now it's acknowledged. Yeah. Like, it's fully acknowledged that I am I am the champion.
1: I am champion. That is how yeah. this goes. So. Yep. Um, and final scene of the movie is... um him visiting Adrian again at the grave. And, um, you know, he's like, we did it, Adrian. And (laughs) as he's walking away, and again, when you talked about lighting, they absolutely showed it in this scene. Because just like a Jedi, when their time has come, he (laughs) he becomes one with the Force and just vanishes. I don't know if you caught on to that. As he's walking away, he turns over, he's waving... His body disappears. It fades away yeah. into the light. I was like, I paused the movie and said, what the fuck did it just like? What is this science fiction? I, I think that was Stallone kind
0: of closing the book on it. Okay. That's what I think. Just but like don't portray death.
1: Because no, that's but not I think what happens.
0: No, it's not. But I think it's a uh, it's done.
1: Yeah, because the only time Rocket comes back is for the Creed movies and yes. he's strictly a coach. Yes, which I would love to watch those movies, but I think we need to take a break from movie reviews for a little while. Yeah, it's been, you um, know, like over a month of us doing it. It's like been yeah. two,
0: three months of us doing movie reviews. So maybe yeah, we change and, that up. But uh yeah. I um, mean, we got a giant fight coming up. Giant fucking fight. Yes. You have Canelo Alvarez versus uh, uh Kayla Plant. And then you have... um and then you have Rose Nami Yunus versus Zhang Wei Li for the rematch. Ooh. You have Kobe Covington versus Kamaru Usman for the rematch. Ooh. You have Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Ooh. Oh, this Saturday's fucking, we got fireworks all Saturday. Saturday's <laughs> Saturday's a shit show. Sa- Saturday's uh, an absolute shit show. Just fucking yeah. banger after banger after banger after banger. So yeah.
1: don't worry, everybody. Uh, if you're tired of the reviews, this is the last one for a little while. So don't yes. worry about that. And actually, before we end it, I just want to point out a few other quick things. Um, yes, yes, yes. Go, go, go. If you stick around for the credits, you just see a bunch of fans doing the old running up the stairs thing, reenacting yeah. the famous staircase scene in the first film. Um, also, there was an alternate ending that I ended up watching. Oh, I didn't see that. Where it ends. So it's it's the end of the fight. And it's actually in Rocky's favor. He stays in the ring to hear the result. And um, he wins by decision. Rocky does really yes and you know in the fight uh Dixon you know he's kind of bummed but he's actually pretty humble about it so then Rocky gets off the gets out of the ring he starts walking the crowd's cheering but then they every now and then they're cutting to Dixon and they're asking him like hey like how did this whatever they're asking him questions and he's like you know what, fighters get in there, we get hurt sometimes, you know, it just wasn't my night type of thing. Like, that was the vibe. So they played,
0: it, they played off the broken hand more than what it was.
1: Y- y- well, yeah, but, I mean, he he did mention Rocky's skill, you know, like when, uh, you know, because they're asking him whatever, and he ended it off saying, hey, but you know what? And he's looking at the camera, he goes, it's never over. Almost hinting, like, if Sylvester Stallone was truly thinking about doing another Rocky that was kind of... Yeah, I
0: I think that would explain why they didn't have that as the ending because I think Stallone was like, nope, no, 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 no. I don't want any of that being an idea. Not Uh, that I think he hates Rocky, but I think he understands like you need to leave it alone at some point. The franchise needs to be its own legacy and you can't keep touching it. You got to
1: leave it be at some point, right? Yep. And uh, yeah, so there is that scene for anybody that's curious. um, So in some multiverse, Rocky does win. Um, And also last thing is... I saw a deleted scene where, and this information was never talked about. First off, I had no idea that Paulie and Rocky were even living together throughout this entire film. Yep. So apparently they were. And I didn't know that until I was watching deleted scenes, especially the scene with him and Rocky in the alleyway. There was that an actual deleted scene where Paulie breaks down crying. He's like, it should have been me that died, not Adrian. Uh, I was so bad to her. I mean yep. he's in tears
0: Yeah again going back to the whole This is kind of
1: Polly's. Yeah and then he's like Rocky can I move back in With you and I'm like back in I didn't even know you were living with him There's another one where Polly had a girlfriend <laughs> And she was in this one scene so Rocky's coming home And He opens the door like oh it's unlocked And he sees this blonde woman standing In his home with a box And she's just like oh hey Rock And he's like oh hey Betty He's like, yeah, I just came here to pick up Pauly's things. I hope you don't mind. He gave me he had a key. He gave me the key. He's just like, oh, all right. No, it's cool. Why? What's going on? Oh, Pauly said he wanted to move in with me. This and that. And I'm thinking to myself, like didn't know he had a girlfriend.
0: They didn't, didn't, know- ha- they, they didn't have that because that would mean paulie has got his shit together.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, so they uh, got rid he, of that. Not only yeah. did he have a girlfriend, he was living on his own too at some point. Like yeah. certain things just yeah. So there you go. Good stuff. Uh out of 10, what would you rate it? <sighs> Ooh.
0: This might be a 10 for a rocky movie. Yeah. This might be tied for me. You, yeah. You think you know what? It was fucking good. It was a I good... Think this,
1: I think this was the good old, you know, closing of the book. I, I, I'll I. have to agree with you. I would say nine and a half to ten. I think if people you were shooting
0: on it back in the day, I think that was a little premature. Looking on it now with time, it's pretty fucking yes. good. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just curious now what the formula is for these Creed movies. Um Ooh. Yeah, I, I can't wait for those, but in time, those will come. In time, we need a break. <laughs> Anyways, oh my god, dude, it's been a fucking journey, though. It's been
0: a multi-month journey of us going through these Rocky films. I hope you listening enjoyed it. I hope you watch yes. it if you uh, if you liked what we said. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was a good experience. I had a lot of I had a lot of fun with Rocky. I had a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, same. It was good stuff.
0: Uh, okay. With that being said, this is another very long one and I have to get going. So I will say until next time, Mikey, it was a good,
1: it was a good time. Good time, man. All right. (laughs) Peace.
0: All right. Later.